0: welcome to run or cycle events podcast episode one run for your life with david bartholomew in this first episode we interview suffolk endurance runner and run for your life founder david bartholomew and find out what inspired him to start running and establish a local running community with a worldwide reach hello david hi greg how are you I'm very well, thanks. Uh, So, how did you get into running? So, I started running just
1: over 12 years ago. Um, I'd come back from a very heavy weekend away with family and friends, and um, I was two months away from turning 40, and having done virtually no exercise through my adult years, I thought I needed to start doing something. So, um, I got home from that weekend, and I went out for a little plod, just around the block where I live now, um, about two miles. It nearly killed me. It wiped me out for the rest of the day and most of the rest of the week. Um, the next week I went out and did the same. And that's pretty much what I did for about two years, nearly two years. Um, and then somebody um, at work challenged me to run a 10K. So I, um, I kind of took the challenge, went for it, trained for it, thought, hang on a minute, something's changed here. Suddenly I started to enjoy running. So I went two years doing something I didn't really enjoy, suddenly realising there's something out there that I've not experienced before.
0: Okay, so uh, since that time, it's, it's come quite a long way, hasn't it? Because uh, you're very well known locally as a, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll be careful what I say, but uh, <laughs> a, a regular and uh, long distance runner, I guess. So um, from that initial beginning, what happened and um, how have you become such a, a, a leader, I guess, in the local running community?
1: You're very kind. Okay, so I, I got the bug after that 10k, I got the bug. And within um, four months of that, I ran my first half marathon. Um, A few months later, I was on a business trip to the States and um, I had about half a day spare in San Francisco, which isn't a bad place to have a half a day spare. Um, And somebody at the office suggested I run across the bridge. So I got a car from the office to the bridge, Golden Gate, which was about 10 or 12 miles away, ran across it, ran back. Instead of getting the car back, I ran all the way back Bayside. And um, I did about 14, 15 miles that day. And I remember looking, kept looking back at that Golden Gate Bridge, thinking I can't believe A, where I am, B, what I'm doing, and C, this is my longest ever run. You know what? I want to run a marathon. So I got back from that trip, and I signed up. Dublin Marathon 2010 was my first marathon. Um, And it just went on from there. I just completely got the bug. I couldn't help myself. I wasn't running that often. I was still only running two or three days a week. Um, Even for those first two or three marathons, um, I was only putting in maybe 20, 25 miles a week, which is a far cry from what most people would do and certainly what I would do now. Um, But I just just fitted the running in when I could, went out for a long run at the weekend, absolutely loved it. But the thing that was missing from all of that was people. I was a solo runner. I didn't know many people that ran, hardly anybody. Um, And everything I did, I was on my own, pretty much. Um, I was making it up as I went along probably got lucky I didn't get too many injuries I got a few in those early days because I didn't know what I was doing gradually I started to sort of find a few people at work in London um, and here um, in and around Ipswich locally that ran and sort of tapped up with them occasionally Um, I met a guy called Sean Connor um, who you know and Mm -hmm. others listening in will know certainly from from recent times from some of the work he's done on the um, Elmer trail runs last year um, but I met, a, met him at the Great Bentley Half Marathon several years ago, and we started running quite often together, and some of those longer runs as well. Um, but we used to, I used to get home, I was, a new, I was a bit of a newbie to Facebook, right, in about 2012, 13, I was a bit of a, I was a, bit of a late starter. I can't believe that. A bit of a late starter, stop it. Um, and it anyway, I used to yeah, get home on a Saturday, we'd go out and do a long run of about 10 or 12 miles, which for me was a long run back in those days, even though I was doing the odd marathon. Um, and I'd sort of post how smug and, you know, uh, how you know, pleased I was with myself and, and what we'd done, um, especially if the, you know they were long training runs. And um, it was my wife, Sarah, she says, you know, people pe- people who aren't runners are gonna get bored with all this because all we ever talk about on Facebook is you're running. There's things called Facebook groups. I didn't know anything about that. Anyway, she told me how to set up a Facebook group. I set up this group for about 10 people that I knew who ran. I thought, well, what should I call this thing? Um, and I thought, about, I thought long and hard about what running was doing for me at this stage. Um, and I've, got, I've got a quote actually in front of me here. Uh, we run to undo the damage to body and spirit. We run to find some part of ourselves undiscovered. And I'd realised at this point that I was discovering something else about myself and realising that running was giving me something in my life that I hadn't had before. Um, so I just thought, in an instant, run for your life. It's a term everybody hears. Um, but in this case, it isn't about running away from something. It's about running towards something. A better, a better me, basically. So I set this group up called Run For Your Life with about 10 people in September 2013. Within a year, it had about 300 members because members could then sign up other members. Um, lots of people from local running clubs were in it. Lots of people like me, just man on the street who wasn't a, wasn't a real runner, as I thought back then. Certainly wasn't affiliated to a club. Um, and it just went from there on, from there basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Run for your life is now a global uh, group. It uses Facebook as its main means of, of, of sort of social interaction. Um, we've got over half of our two and a half thousand members living in and around the Ipswich area. The rest are scattered all over the country, all over the world. We've got people in Scotland, on the South coast, USA, Australia. They're all active in the group. It's incredible. And and what this group does is um, it's not a club, it's a group. It's just a, a social community, but it brings people together from all types of running. You know, whether they're somebody who's on the sofa about to get off um, and maybe try their first couch to five k, or they're people such as myself now and others that are on this program who are ultra runners. You know, the, the complete extremes, ends of the, different ends of the spectrum on there. Um, it can be for anybody. It's it's inclusive of everybody um and and that's the beauty of it because i think everybody in running understands that unless you are an elite and i know there's a few we have a few of those here um but unless you're actually in competition really the only competition is ever it's only ever with yourself mm-hmm. you know trying to improve your running your running technique trying to get better times trying to push yourself further distances or just improving the person that you are because there's definitely a that massive well-being issue here Everybody who starts running, um, who gets hooked, finds that. So, um, so yes, uh, Run for Your Life started. Then started it, it built. Um, it kind of found its own way. Um, members interacted with each other online. Members met up offline in the real world. Heaven forbid. Um, you know, people, especially locally here in Suffolk, so many people started meeting up. Um, I remember, I remember a work colleague introduced um, introduced somebody to the group um, who I had not met, but we were chatting on the group, we were going to a local run, uh, it was a Framlingham 10K about five years ago. Um, anyway, I, I met her in the car park, I was with Sean, I met her and one of her friends, and she said to me, she said, my husband's a bit worried that I'm meeting these strange men off the internet. Um, anyway, <laughs> that, that, that person was Angela Rose, bless her. Um, she passed away last year with, 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 from breast cancer. Um, Chris a very good friend of mine um, who I ran with only a couple of days ago who's still cursing me for sending him around the Bentley 15 um, he wasn't a runner back then um, and we got to know each other really well um, and and that's just one example of how how many people have met and become really good friends through the local running scene um, and I think Run For Your Life has, has helped provide um, that opportunity for a lot of people. So, you know, it's given a lot of people that social interaction. It's given people confidence to do what they once thought they couldn't do. And we were all there once. I was there, you know, 12 years ago. David, run a 10K. No way. Then I did. Then I did a half. Yeah. maybe a marathon. And then somebody said, what about an ultramarathon? Ha, me, run an ultramarathon. 18 months ago, I ran 100 miles. Did the Chester 100. My longest, uh, it was 104 miles, actually. Um, my longest ever single event. But I've done a number of 100Ks in the last four or five years. Um, some of those with Sean, who I mentioned. Um, some of those solo. Uh, but I I embrace all running, whether it's a, a local social run around the town. Um, actually, there's some members in the group. Um, I'm going to mention them by name to embarrass them. Claire and Rachel, they set up this, or they started this thing, unbeknowningly to them about four years ago, called Roffy. Um, and it was just the two of them doing a Friday morning run around town um, before work grab a coffee at the end of it. Well, a few a few of us picked up on this and we started tagging along. And now this run for coffee has become a bit of a iconic weekly event on a Friday, usually on a Friday morning. Um, it's now, there's also a, a variant of, of that called run for beer. Um, and I, I'm laughing about it. And it is great because lots of people meet through these, these whether they're jolly little social events like that or something more serious, like a long 15, 20 mile trail, trail run on a Sunday morning. Um, but the point is... Um, it's the community in, in in and around Ipswich. You know, we've got 1,200 members of our group live in, in and around Ipswich. And they're all members of Ipswich Jaffa and Kesgrave Cruises and Rushmere and all the other clubs and, and organisations around here. Um, but they're also in our group and they're all meeting each other. It's fantastic.
0: Hey, that, that's amazing. And um, <clears throat> I certainly know that you are um, uh, a lover of beer. So, uh, <laughs> um Obviously, you're not limiting yourself in your, in your diet or what have you, but your, your running kind of helps your health in many ways, obviously. Um, it does lots of people. Um, so for, for a lot of people, I mean, there's been an explosion in running through park runs and, and people are seeing the benefits of it. Um, and I'm sure a bit like you, lots of other people will, will start small and, and end up going much, much further. So when you're doing these, oh, or participating in these races, these long runs, what, what keeps you going mentally through that distance? Just explain to people what you're thinking about, how you get through 104 miles. Cool, that's, a, that's actually a big question, and I'm not entirely sure.
1: Um, mine goes in all weird and wonderful directions. Um, I mean, you have such incredible highs, first and foremost, um, but you have really deep lows. You know, when you're, you're really battling those demons at times. Um, what goes through my mind? Everything, anything goes through my mind. You know, I think about my family and my friends. I think about the people that think I'm absolutely mad. Um, and I, I laugh uh, I laugh to myself thinking about them thinking about me. I don't know. I, I, anything goes, really. It's a really difficult one to answer. But, you know, you, you do need a sense of humour. You definitely need to have a sense of humour um and and there's this massive conflicting situation with oneself you've got to take it seriously because when you go in big distances or you're pushing your body to those boundaries you've got to be serious Mm -hmm. you've got to play it safe you can't be reckless and careless um you know i've learned so much i mentioned earlier about those early um years when i was out on my own not really having a clue what i was doing I've learned so much. I'm no expert. I'm not qualified in anything. I'm am I'm a leader in running fitness. That's the only qualification I've got. Um, but what I have, what I have as a qualification is 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 a lot of experience and also having tapped into the experience of so many others. So I know about nutrition. I know about hydration. I know about how to play it safe. I know you know the danger signs to look for. Um, so you do need to be very very serious with yourself. But coming back to your point. Um, you also need to let go and have fun and just and just embrace the the craziness of what you're doing
0: well i've 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 seen you running those long distances and um you're definitely in the zone aren't you i I can tell you're 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 so focused um which is which is brilliant um so uh the other thing i want to talk about you mentioned it slightly was um you have a certain style don't you 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 get through those races you you kind of Whiz along the ground and you've, you've picked these, these styles up, come along, which is a natural thing. You haven't sought any kind of help or advice from, um, technical coaches or anything like that. Um, I have, I have gained some advice from
1: some, um, and I've read a lot and, and but mainly self coached, self taught, but I do, I do feed off so many others and there are so many experts locally, um, who, who give good advice. Who I tap into, you know, we chat online, we meet at races, we talk about different things. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say I've gone into it completely blind. I did at the start, but I've I've learned a lot, and you know I'm reasonably well well versed on a lot of things now. Thanks thanks
0: to the the community that's out there. Yeah. So uh, you've done a lot of races now. Can you can you tell me how many? Do you know in the back of your head how many events you've entered? I've got
1: absolutely no idea. I've actually I can I could could have shown you if I had them ready. I've got all my race numbers, every single race number I've ever done in chronological order. But that's me. I'm a bit OCD. Um, I've done sixty one marathons. Um that includes those ultras. Uh so that's yeah phew. I don't know how many I have no idea how many races I've done. Um I don't do that many. People think I do loads and loads. I think last year I did fifteen and I think the year before I did fifteen. That's all I do. Um, admittedly most of those last year were sort of fairly big ones um in, in distance. But um I, I really enjoy the social side of running. You know I've got I've learnt to I've learned to embrace all elements of running. So I used to do, I used to do road running fast and hard, solo. That's all I knew, and now I do road running, trail running. You know the trail running I do. I, I just embrace the trails now. I do serious road marathons. So maybe twice a year, one in the spring, one in the autumn, I'll do a, a serious road marathon. What I mean by that is I will, I will, sharpen myself up. I do. I take the training seriously. But because of the distances and the average weekly mileage I do, I'm almost. In that shape all year round. Anyway, okay, I let it slip a bit over Christmas and this time of year, back to the beer. Um, but there are certain times when I do sharpen it up and I take those those um, those races really seriously. But I really embrace the social side. I mentioned the you know the runs around Ipswich, the run for coffee, the run for beer, the run for whatever you want. They just go out and just run. You know, like today at lunchtime, if I get a, an hour break um, between my work meetings, I will. I will always out look the sun shining. I out, get on the trails. 40 minutes shower back at work, job done. It's being able to fit that running in around a busy life is another beauty of this sport and this passion. So, um, yeah, it's a mixture of races and running for myself, escaping, thinking time, and it's also social interaction.
0: Okay, well, I, I've got lots of running friends, and I bet. Very much like them, your hard work if you can't get out to run, aren't you? <laughs> if you're ill for a period of time, you're murder, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I just wanted to ask also, um, the future of uh, Run For Your Life, wh- where does it go for here? Have you got a vision for it, or uh, is it something that will evolve naturally? What are your thoughts on that? It's a really good question. When... Within a year or so of, of starting Run for Your Life, there was a
1: there was a conversation in the group about turning it into a a, a, a club. Um, and firstly, it's difficult because we've got members everywhere, and secondly, um, you know we had a lot of club runners within within the group, and a lot of people within the group who didn't want to be club runners, who liked being unaffiliated. Um, so it was a bit of a bit of an awkward one. But we, we made the decision. and I'll say we that's, that's Sean and I, Sean Connor, who who helped me set the group up. Um, we made the decision it would never be a club. And, and we, we, we realized that the group was taking itself forward in a direction, okay? The group members were taking it forward. Um, so do I have a vision for the, for the group? I'm trying not to because I don't want to be the only influence of the direction of travel. I think, I think the beauty, the thing, that, the thing that is unique about Run For Your Life um, is that it has created itself. I set a I set a Facebook group up. That's all I did. Everything else has been has been formed and, and nurtured and grown organically by its by its members who interact with each other. Um, so really the members have taken it to this stage and the members will continue to take it forward in the future.
0: That's smashing. So uh, it's it's literally if, if people want to find out uh, about how to join or or join one of the events or runs that you guys do it's literally run for your life on facebook and they should find you really shouldn't they
1: yeah absolutely just look for run for your life you'll probably see loads on there but because we are one of the most active groups on on facebook with that name you should find us at the top um ask to join um and um myself or one of the admins will will check you out, make sure you're genuine. Um, and um, yeah, we'll let you in with open arms. Um, like I said, it, it's inclusive. Everybody's welcome in our group. As long as you you either are a runner or you want to become a runner and you have a certain passion and a you know, then the, the group is there for you, no matter what.
0: That's great. Uh, so just a couple of questions I've got left. Um, first one being, what is your favourite race that you've uh, participated in? And have you got one that you want to do that you haven't done yet?
1: Again, that's another huge question because I've done so many, um, and they all bring something different. I've done some amazing events. I love those road marathons, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to to run London every year for the last seven, and that's just that's just blows my mind every time I turn and 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 see Tower Bridge in front of me. That's that's a real you know bottom lip goes and ooh. um. But I've done New York a couple of times. Um, just recently, I ran Berlin, which was my real. Dream ticket, and I got a, a huge PB in Berlin. Um, so they're incredible races f- for what they are. But there's others out there that just make me smile. Just I was fortunate enough before Christmas to be in Grand Cayman, the weekend of the Cayman Marathons. I ran that, you know, complete surprise event. A few weeks earlier, I hadn't even heard of it, and there I am um, running it. That made me smile. But other events like the one I did at the weekend, the Benfleet Fifteen down in Essex. I know we're talking Suffolk here, but down in Essex, lots of Suffolk runners went down to that. Fifteen miles, complete mud and mayhem. It's it's just you know time doesn't matter. You just go out and ha- I mentioned earlier about having a bit of a sense of humor. You need it for that. Um, so things like that, the Berry to Clare um, in in May. That's an eighteen mile trail race. That's beautiful. One of the most beautiful races I've ever done. Um, but there's just so many. I can't I can't miss them.
0: So uh, you, any anyone in particular you've got your eye on for the future?
1: Um, well, of the world majors, the, the other one I really want to do is Boston. Um, whether I'll get to um, Tokyo and, and Chicago, I don't know, but Boston's definitely on the list. Um, there's a few ultra-marathons I'd like to do. There's a big one in um, in New Zealand. I can never pronounce it, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> but it's a it's a 50 or 100-mile option. It's actually um, happening in February. Um, that looks the most stunning of them all. I'd love to give that a go one year.
0: Yeah. OK, Dave, well, thank you ever so much for um, your time and your uh, gr- great uh, and interesting stories. Um, Run For Your Life is, is a phenomenon, really, and uh, I think everyone locally who most runners know about it, of course, but uh, it, it really is a great opportunity for anyone just to get out there and, and join in and be part of a, a social running group. So, so that's fantastic. I've just got one more question for you. Music. And I know you don't necessarily listen to music much, but have you got um, perhaps a a song that defines you and your (laughs) running
1: experience? Okay, maybe not so much now, but I did in the early days. I don't listen to music at all when I run. I haven't done for several years, and I think I stopped listening to music when I came off the roads and started trail running about five or six years ago um, because I just wanted to be at one with nature and all of that. Um, But when I was that solo runner bashing out those hard, 10 miles every weekend by myself around the streets of Ipswich I did used to listen to music and I had a playlist um and there was always one (laughs) it's not really the sort of music I generally listen to but there was one song on that playlist that kind of summed me up and summed up how you know a lot of my friends and family thought about me at the time because I as I said that was a time when I didn't know other runners um so really the only people that knew about me and my running were my non-running friends and family um, and they used to think I was bonkers um, and the song was "Bonkers" by Ditty Rascal because it just seemed to sum up, sum up how I felt at the time and how they felt about me. Fantastic!
0: Yep, that seems to work for me. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you very much, David. Uh, lovely to speak to you, and uh, best of luck in the future. Been a pleasure, Greg. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this Run or Cycle Events podcast. Follow us on runorcycleevents.com. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.